You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Are you listening to Christmas music yet? No, but I, um, my wife has been, okay, I'm going to confess, my wife has been watching Hallmark movies. <laughs> and Dude, they started like mid-October. They did, and I, and I, but I found myself sitting there waiting for the New York businessman to come in and fall back in love with the hometown girl, or vice versa. And then you're, you always know what's going to happen. But I guess for me, the thing I love about it is, um, well, first thing, Christmas seems to be so fast now. Last year, we're like, I was dead off on like the only song I was going to play was the Thanksgiving song from Adam Sandler between <laughs> between thanks you know uh, Halloween and, and, and Thanksgiving but uh, this year I feel like I want to do it earlier because last year it was like we set up the tree and then like okay time to put it down I'm like wait but it's but it just happened oh yeah so I think this year just I think you told me this too but we're also I've kind of convinced my wife that about we both talked about it because she kind of convinced me too November 16th yeah, November fifteenth, sixteenth is when we're kind of going to start to put up. So it's the it's we're going to call it the. You know, there's some people's heads exploding right now that we're putting oh, up yeah. Christmas trees. How dare you? Before Thanksgiving, but we got family coming into town. Actually, we're not going to put our tree up until Black Friday. We do that. That's our tradition. Oh. We put up we put it up on Black Friday. But all yeah. the other decorations, the lights outside when it's when it's still seventy five outside yeah. and not like. If I could four. have it my way, it'd be up already. I oh, love dude. Christmas. I love Christmas music. Yes. I love Christmas movies. I love the whole thing. And don't tell anyone, but I I've been known. To on my day off, watch a Hallmark, Hallmark movie, or five, <laughs> and they're all the exact same story, dude. They're all the exact same story in Hollyville or whatever. It's funny. It's hilarious. So, anyways, uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Or ho- okay, out of the out of the holidays, we got four of them right here in yeah, two yeah. months, which yeah. is pretty amazing. You have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. Which one's your favorite and why? I love Christmas. I mean, um, you know. Obviously, I think I like it because I feel like it's the one time of the year that like everyone's not angry all the time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everyone's kind of like holiday cheer. You know, you must shop when no one else is shopping because there's a lot of anger when people are shopping and well, looking for Amazon. dot com oh, is yeah. actually the best place. So, but no, I love it because I feel like I do love those movies. And there's always it's funny because the 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 value of family always seems to come out of those. It's never like, oh, remember that one movie where it was so great with a guy like made all that money and then decided that this was the best thing he ever did ha- in his life? Have you not seen Bad Santa? No, I have. Uh, you know, I started watching it one time <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it ruins not everything. Not doing this again. It's not doing this again. It's such a bad movie. But it's funny. But no, I am. Um, I think one of my favorite movies, obviously, like it's hard because we always, every year we watch like a ton of them, but I still have to say Elf is still my favorite movie. Oh, God, it's brilliant. It's so fun. It's so, so much fun, and it's like, <laughs> oh, you're a mean. <laughs> you must be a South Pole elf. It's like, I'm, I, I call me picture. elf one more time. <laughs> I'm in love, and I'm loving. I can't. It's like, oh, it's so great, so great. But yeah, I do love the holidays. I wish they kind of lasted longer, yeah. which I guess is my push this year because life again is busy. Yeah. And I feel like we didn't even have time to watch them all. Like I'm, I think one night I'm like, okay, we're gonna do like a double header and watch them both back to back, and it wasn't even fun. So it was like because you're just rushing through. Yeah. Them. So, but I, I will have to say this: to officially kick off Christmas, I have to watch Die Hard. <laughs> of course, that is the first movie I have to watch when it's like I, in the Hallmark movies. They're just kind of like a staple. Yeah. They're like the the slow murmur, but Christmas really kicks off. When when you know when Die Hard goes on oh, yeah. and you're watching it. So um, confession last year, uh, Apple TV was doing like a, buy the Die Hard suite, like the twelve movies of Die Hard or oh, whatever gosh. for like fifty bucks or something. So I'm a sucker. I'm like I'm all in, and I get my boys and I convince them to sit down and watch this movie, right? And I'm 
enthralled with this movie. I'm like this best thing ever, you know. Hans Gruber, you know, and yeah. it just crazy. My kids halfway through, sleeping, not even engaged. Thought it was a me? dumb movie, and I'm like, you're killing me. So I need a new kid. So if anyone has any kids kid. that would like to trade with me for my kids um, for the Christmas season, I'd be more than happy to make that trade. Or, or you know, we could just trade and for a prospect later. I saw this awesome ornament uh, one time, uh, and it was it was in this like silver thing, and it was uh, John McClane coming out of the of the <laughs> of like the, pi- of the little pipes, and it was so awesome. But anyway, so if anyone wants to send that to us, I'll send you the email. You know, I'll send you the address info at. At known legacy, you can uh, you can email me. Okay, question: Have you had any apple cider donuts yet? I have. Ah, oh. I have had some apple cider donuts. Where? My father came down and brought them, and then ate about half of them. They were delicious. So Wait, were, I didn't have any. I know. I didn't see you in time to eat them all. Horrible. Sorry. That's okay. Anyways, I love this time of season, and uh, you know. It it changes. Like my kids are are you know fifth grade and up, and so you know holidays have changed, and trying to shop for them has changed. Has become exceptionally more expensive because the toys that they want and the things that they need are like a lot more than like the five dollar prices. You know, Playmate, whatever they are. When you can toy. fill their stocking for like eight dollars, and yes. now it's like you can't. Like here's a video game for thirty five dollars. Like I and even that's like the bad one. Like, this is the last edition. This one sucks. This one in 2020. It's 2017. This one sucks. Yeah. Did you get this from Played Against Whatever? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. I did. And GameStop. I did. Thank you very much. Five below. <laughs> Some old game. Anyways, I love Pac-Man the holidays. Was amazing in my day. You'll enjoy you'll, it, you'll okay, enjoy kids. It. No, I love it. I love. I, you know, if I if I had to put a, a pin in one of them, I, I think all of them are are cool for different reasons. Well, I think they're all cool because I think they tell the story of, of God in a really cool way. And the yeah. fact that our culture doesn't even realize it, and yet God has kind of written it into our culture, is truly amazing. We'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. that a little bit more. But I think, for me, um, I, I love Christmas because my love language is gifts, and so it's the one time a year that you nice. know everyone's on the same page. Yeah. It's like, you know, gives me stuff. Yeah. Although... <laughs> My wife will kill me for telling me telling you this. My wife is horrible. Love language is not gifts. She hates shopping. She hates gifts. She hates all that stuff, right? And so literally the last three years, I've bought my own Christmas gifts and <laughs> wrapped them. And then she's more surprised. She's like, what did I get you, this, I year? Get you this year? What did I get you? And I'm like, yay. <laughs> but I think I think Thanksgiving is probably my go-to. I really? love Thanksgiving. Why is that? Why is that? Family. Okay. It's family. And I love to cook. And I love to cook good food and have people like experience that and then and then like oh this was amazing and so you know just that kind of like put time sweat and energy into something craft so to speak yeah yeah, and then have someone tangibly experience it and then really enjoy it which is hilarious because last year we did uh uh we went up to my sister's up in omaha yeah and uh i was going to cook a brisket because that's kind of the my family likes the brisket that i cook so i went to costco Plopped down 70 bucks for a, a prime brisket, you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and, you know, went through like there were 30 of them there and I went through all of them, touched each one three times to pick out the perfect brisket, you know, <laughs> and I take it up there and I put it in, in the cooler and I'm all ready and they don't have a smoker. So I was going to borrow a friend's smoker and uh, I start talking to the friend and I could tell right away that this guy, he was in a position where he didn't want another man touching his grill. And I get that. I've been there. I understand. Don't touch another man's grill. Don't touch another man's girl. Yeah, anything you know, there's just certain GR, things you don't do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. And so finally, after trying to, fi- I was like, you know what, dude? I brought the brisket here. Here's the brisket. You just go cook it. 
you know, do whatever you want. He's from San Antonio. I figured he'd know how to cook a brisket, right? I was so wrong. So the day he's cooking the brisket. And just so if you don't know, if you've never smoked a brisket before, the, the general rule is for every pound, it's an hour and a half cook time. All right? So this brisket was a 16-pound brisket. Once you trim it, you're probably getting into 14 pounds. And uh, so it was going to be an 18 to 24-hour smoke on this brisket, right, if I were to do it. that that. So I call him the day that he's smoking it, and it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I text him, and I was like, hey, how's it coming? He goes, oh, good. I pulled it about two hours ago. And I'm like, was, was it done? He goes, yeah, 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 I was done. I was like, how long did you smoke it for? He goes, I smoked it for like eight hours. And I'm uh, like, oh. So immediately my heart starts racing. My wife is watching this. She goes, what's wrong? I was like, he killed the brisket. He killed the brisket. She goes, maybe it's good. Maybe he did something different. I was like, brisket. So day of Thanksgiving now, the, the turkey's there. Everything's there in this, this chunk of jerky that he calls brisket is there and my wife's standing right behind me the whole time she goes don't say a word don't say a word don't, don't say, say a word anything. just eat some of the brisket and don't say a word it was the most like <laughs> so this year this I'm having point. all of my family here and, and the big sell point is like I'm gonna smoke the brisket yeah you it's are it's gonna be amazing I can't wait I don't wanna tell you know I don't to wanna pat myself the on the back yeah. but it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be amazing brisket so that's why I love Thanksgiving because it has to do with food, which I love. It has to do with family, which I love, and it has to do with um, pumpkin pie. And I oh. love me some pumpkin pie. That's the problem. Diets suck during this season of life. Like, 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 it's like, oh, let's watch a Christmas movie and eat peanuts or you know something like healthy. Like, no, let's eat really good cookies and hot chocolate and stuff like that. That's my did downfall. your family? Did your family or grandparents have the 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 uh, bowl of nuts for Christmas? Like my, I remember yeah. distinctly going over to my grandparents' house, and they would have a bowl of like walnuts and pecans. Yeah, and I'm like, it was the only time of year, and you had to crack them yourself to eat them. Yeah, I love that. And and do you do that anymore? I I do actually, because do you? I, yeah, because I love that. Like, and you dig it, and you have that little like hook thing you dig out the. <laughs> yes. And so you get like a tiny piece, you like nibble, <laughs> kind of like the a dental, squirrel, like, the dental hook. Yeah, yes. it's crazy, <laughs> but I still love that because it's memories. It's obviously memories. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's stories. I love, you know, it's like the things you can talk about your kids in the future, the stories that you had back then, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, I, but I love, you know, as we're talking about this holiday stuff, you were talking about, I love that God's story speaks into every point where God's like, I'm in control. And, right. and we forget that. And you shared that. I love it. Can you share a little so, bit of that, that so kind of I was, four I was, stage of Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was noodling on this um, probably five or six years ago. And uh, um, I was trying to, like, I don't know what I was thinking. I was... I don't know what I was thinking, but anyways, it, all of a sudden this revelation came to me. I was like, oh my God, God is writing his story into our culture and yeah. we don't even realize it. And I think it was because I was processing through the Old Testament festivals and how the Old Testament festivals had this deep, rich meaning that these people would, would stop their routines, engage in these rituals, whether it be the Passover feast or the Feast of Atonement or any number of things, and they would engage in these behaviors that would remind them of God's story. Right. Yeah. And and I'm like, why don't we have that in our culture? And all of a sudden it, it dawned on me. I was like, oh, my God, we do have it on our culture. And it's within a two month period. It's at the end of the year. And in these four festivals that we have in our culture, God is telling his story, his redemptive story. And I want to share it real quick, maybe as an encouragement. Yeah, I to love you. the spin you had on it. So please yeah, yeah. share that. So, OK, we start off with Halloween. Right. What's Halloween? Well, Halloween is a few things. One is um, it's everyone dressing up and pretending to be someone that they're not. Right. Yeah. Which, for many of us, is a reality 
not just a holiday. Correct. We're dressing up and pretending to be someone we're not one way or another. Putting on a false identity. Right. Now, the other thing that Halloween is, and this is why the church has had a problem with Halloween for a while, and, and I have my issues with that because I think Halloween is should be embraced by the church because it's the one day a year our neighbors come over to our house, knock on our door with the ugliest outfit they have on, and then they get a free gift. Looking for free stuff, yeah. Grace. You know, and it's sweet and they taste it and they it's good. They want more of it. Right. That like that's the story that we should yeah, be like yeah, celebrating yeah. and be cool. like we should have the best house on the block. In fact, this year it was really cold for a uh, 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 Halloween here in, in DFW areas like in the 40s. And uh, so my wife and I decided we got uh, three gallons of hot apple cider and then we put some uh, caramel vodka in it and some spiced rum. And so when the parents would come up with their kids, we'd give them a cup of this spiked hot apple cider and the kids would get candy. And and the coolest thing was like our house became a legend within that one night. Like, like, like my daughter the next day, she was at the school and some parents were talking to the librarian and they were referencing the house and they had no idea that my daughter lived at that house, the, the hot apple cider house. Right. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's because grace, people are like enthralled with the free gifts that connect with the deep Mm -hmm, need that they mm -hmm. have. So anyways, but Halloween is also not marked by evil, right? Yes. It's marked by the villains, the evil, the, the, the ghosts, the goblins and all of that stuff. And, and I think that's where we need to start is realizing in this world there's suffering and there's evil. Yeah. Right? And inside of each one of us, we have a hero identity and we also have the villain identity. And we can choose sometimes which one is is, is, is we put forward, but the reality is both of those identities live within us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think when we're talking about the story of God, it's important to realize there's suffering in this world. That's why God is important, because yeah. there's suffering and there's evil in this world, and, and there's little we can do about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so that's where you start. And, and once you come to that point where you realize there's evil and suffering in the world, I think what, what you begin to do when you're going through times of suffering and times of crisis and times of evil is you can um, begin to identify the good gifts that you actually have in the midst of that suffering, in the midst of that, that yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's often, you know, you, you have the, the person that's diagnosed with cancer un, un, uh, unexpectedly. And the next thing you know, um, they're talking about how just what a, what a gift it was because family rallied around them and they didn't realize how not, you know, meaningful family was and how meaningful this, the, and so that's kind of what happens when we're confronted with evil is you start to be thankful for the good things in you, which mm-hmm. takes you to Thanksgiving, right? Just a few weeks after being confronted with the evil in our world, you, you land in the space of, wow, but there's so much to be thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you truly wrestle and process through the things that you're thankful for, what you realize is you haven't done anything really to deserve them, which begs the question, well, where do they come from? Where do these things, where do these good things in in a life marked by suffering, in a life marked by evil, where do these good things come from, which is the very fertile soil that Jesus is birthed into, Mm. which takes us to Christmas. So first we're confronted with the evil that's in our world. The next thing that that spurs within us is an attitude of, well, in spite of this evil, I have good things in my life. So let me be thankful for them and learn to treasure them. Well, where do those good things come from? Well, they're not by chance. And if you believe in karma, it won't take you long to realize that even if you do something good, there's no guarantee evil isn't right behind you. Yeah. Right? And so you land at this idea of... my my, My old pastor actually used to say good and evil run on parallel tracks and often arrive at the same time. So this idea that there's always a conflict in in the Christian life of good things happen, but there's an enemy who's always on attack to try and take us down. Right, right. 
And so that's the Christmas story. Jesus being birthed into this evil, this suffering, this malevolence that's within our culture. You have this God taking on flesh to dwell among us. Mm -hmm. And when you have Jesus birthed into your life, what do you get? You get new life. You get new creation. You get a new beginning. You get a new year. Yeah. So those four holidays actually tell the progression or the reality of humanity better than any other festival or any other church service, if you think about it. There's evil and suffering in this world. It should produce within us a, a spirit of thankfulness for the good things that we have. Yeah. We identify that those good things come from a God who loves us, who values us, who looks at us and says, you are a masterpiece. Yeah. And we can trust him. And even in the suffering and even in the evil, we can trust him for the good gifts that we need. And that is what breathes new life into us and allows us to start every day fresh. You know, it's it's a good reminder there is so much chaos in our life. And we sometimes wonder where God is. And then at the very top level the 30,000 foot view we see God engaging in every story if you look at every story um, especially the ones that I that, that I that I that I read or that I movies that I see there's always the story of God in all of them that the hero gives his life or the you know you know the victor uh, comes across a major uh, a, a problem situation um, um, and, and he has an opportunity to overcome that and it's, it's iron the good Man. It's Iron Man. It is Endgame. It is. It's Harry Potter. At you know, it's Harry Potter at the end where he realizes that to take care of this, both him and siblings, siblings, siblings. Test one, two, siblings, siblings. I don't remember the The evil guy in Harry Potter. You can text us on Facebook later. Voldemort. There you go. They both have to die. He must not be named Harry Potter. And 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 then you have the resurrection scene, right? Where he comes back to life and he leads yeah. the army to victory. The story of God is is the most exciting story in the world, and that's why people rip it off all the time. Right. You know, I just saw this one Babylon B joke about how, like, you know, um, uh, what is it? I think Mat- it says Matrix is suing the Bible for for ripping <laughs> off their story. So, so you know, it, it, so in jest, it's this idea that the greatest stories always come from sacrifice right. from from good overcoming evil and this idea that there is and so god will not let that go so in the midst of what seems like a train that's running off the rails god's like i got this and i've, I've weaved a yarn through everything a whisper of who i am to say i'm in control still and i think these are great reminders as as we're parenting our kids through these holidays to not forget the big picture that what is most valuable is us stopping and remembering that God is in control of all this, right. taking the time to prioritize and going, you know what, we're going to stop. We're going to give thanks to God for what he's done in our lives. And it does not have to be hard. It can be on the way to practice. You stop and you recognize what God has given you, how God is blessed and bringing our kids back to a point of God is still in control of all this. Right. And so, so I, I think that's where, where it comes down to is being able to stop long enough to recognize God's hand in the story. So maybe when you're driving around in the next few months and you see the signs that are in the front yard from time to time, Jesus is the reason. And, and you know, you, you have the people that are desperately trying to remind us that Christmas is not just commercialized, but there's more value to it. Maybe yeah. it's us as dads that can sit down and tell the story of like, yeah, let me tell you how God's story is written here and why Jesus is the reason for the season. It starts at Halloween and evil and malevolence that's in our yeah. world and the suffering that's there and the fact that God has given us these amazing good gifts and so we should be thankful for them. And then as Jesus is born into our lives, we have a chance for a new beginning, not just a new year, but to be brand new creations in him. 
yeah, and challenge the kids. Like, do you think this is real? Do you see this as real? Right. Uh, allow them to see the story in your life involved. And so I, I, we, I think that's the challenge today is taking the time to go, how do we help our kids see the bigger picture even now? Right. And not not missing the opportunities in the midst of running from one thing to the next as Christmas parties are about to start up and it's already like, I mean, we're already getting emails. Hey, can you can you make this party on this night? And then can you make this party on this night? And I'm like, uh. so now you're going to start balancing parties. But it's just the idea of stopping and recognizing that this is still God's story. He's still in control and it's up to us as parents to lead and direct our kids to seeing the bigger picture consistently but it's not in the midst of always having to sit down and going okay let's do this devotional but it's just stopping and recognizing the little bits that would be great if we could stop but let's let's look at the reality of man there's so many people that just cannot stop yeah. right now just but, be a pointer yeah but you can continue to bring back to that big view and go god is still in control yep that's what this is all about absolutely the hope of the hope of the holidays so when you're drinking your hot toddy or you're singing your Christmas carols or you're mad because you're eating the seventh cookie and you said you wouldn't eat any, um, remember that good gifts come from God and uh, he is making you a new creation. So I hope you guys uh, enjoy your holidays. Take time to stop, recognize what they're all about, and remember that God runs the story regardless. Amen. It's good words. Hey, um, if you haven't yet, uh, like us on Facebook. Um, if you like the podcast, man, uh, the best thing you can do is, is give us a, a rating on iTunes yeah. and uh, leave yourself a comment. And, you know, if you want to support this ministry and keep it going, uh, you can go to knownlegacy.org. Head over there. There's a new uh, online donation option up there. And uh, we'd love to have you, uh, you know, support this ministry and keep it going because we love it. I value it. I'm a better dad and a better husband because of it. And uh, I think that's the truth for a lot of guys out there. Yeah, if you have questions or comments or concerns, Info at knownlegacy.org. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, uh, just under known, known Legacy. Yep. Sounds good. God bless you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Halloween. And a Merry New Life Year. There it is. Something. Have a Christmas great season. Christmas time is here. Thanks for listening to By Dads for Dads on the Known Legacy Podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.